Hey, gutter freaks. Before we kick off episode uno of our new season, I wanted to point you over to our gutter store. Election day is coming up in the U.S. I know this is not evergreen, but it means something. You can't be a fucking nihilist about this. And we're ready. We're ready with our very own Lebowski Sobchak 2016 shirts. Sometimes there's a shirt. Sometimes there's a shirt. And I'm talking about the Gutterball shirts now. They just fit right in there. So check them out at gutterballs.tv slash support. Or you can just go to gutterballs.tv and then like look around for the little support button that's on the left. Why would you do this thing? Well, first of all, because these shirts support Gutterballs. You want more Gutterballs? Buy a shirt. Buy a shirt, damn it. Bandwidth is not free, my friends. There are currently 13 different designs. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't matter which way you lean. You could be more Lebowski leaning. You could be more Sobchak leaning. Doesn't matter. You'll fit right in there. Check out how many quotes from the Big Lebowski are amazingly relevant to this nutty U.S. election. I know they made me laugh to beat the band. Well, some of them anyway. Get ready for election day at gutterballs.tv slash support. Donnie, you're out of your element. This is Gutterballs. Brad and Adam went deep with their minute-by-minute discussion of the Big Lebowski, but they were just getting started. Prepare to go deeper. In each episode of Season 2, Brad and Adam discuss a single page from the Lebowski Spiritual Primer. And now, Gutterballs! Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> well, hi Brad. How's hey, going, man? Adam. We're back in the hot seat. We are... Uh, what are we doing? This is Gutter Balls Season 2, Episode 1. S2E1. Yes, to use the parlance of our times. Be like SSO2E001, maybe. SS? No, just SO1. SO1? This is season two. Uh, sorry. SO2. SO2. Yeah. Just to, you know, you got to future proof it. USS Enter. Wait. S01. No, S02 E. Wait. S001. E00. S002. S002 E001. There we go. Right? Well, if you're going to do S002, maybe you should do E0001. You always want one extra digit with the E, is what you're saying. Yeah, I would say. Okay. One way or another. Well, because, come on. If we're going to do 1,000 seasons of gutter balls... I'm 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 not opposed to that idea. Neither am I. It'll take... 4,000 years, but, or no, maybe more than, I don't know. No, it would only take like 3.5 millennia, that's all. <laughs> in, you know, advances in modern medicine, you never, you never know. That's true. We might be, you know, the first group to enter the... Uh, get uploaded. What is it called? The singularity. Yeah. Just get up in there. Get up in there and keep going. We are not this crude matter, Brad. And, well, once we once we are no longer that, what oh, shit? Yeah. Yes. Go on. We can actually. We might be able to like produce four thousand seasons in a matter of minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. You know that's the consumption. Then, how long does it take to consume it? Nanoseconds? I guess so. It's kind of anticlimactic. 
isn't it? Well, that's only because you're stuck in your meatbag right. sense of time. Right. Right? I know. Time. It always comes back to time. Fuck, man. It's the only thing. Time just continues. Keeps on ticking. 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 Mm-hmm. Into the future. Into the future, even. Into the future. Well, not really. That's a very linear way of thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Well, I think we're still stuck with linearity, even if we go through the singularity. Are we? Yeah, that's true. I guess I don't know. At what point do we become like the wormhole aliens? The wormhole aliens. Um, right, right. At what point do we become like the wormhole aliens? I mean, if you're going to release us from our meat bags, like spatially, psychologically, what is, maybe time doesn't matter yeah, anymore, could, you know? If, if well, there's no s- space, like if we're reduced to the singularity that takes up, what, no space? I don't know. That's a good point. And then it's just all time. Because, I mean, our minds currently don't take up any space either. But they are. We're stuck in bodies that take up space. Our understanding of the world around us is based on space and time. It's very crude. But any interaction with the outside world we'd have once we're uploaded would still be based on some sort of crude instrument. Maybe not. How do we know? Maybe there's well, something else. It'll still be made from matter. That, I think that's a very limited worldview you got there. I think you're you're <sighs> trying to put your you know your finite yeah. human perceptions to work understanding something that you can't possibly understand. We don't even have the language or the capability to understand it. It's pointless to even talk about it. Guilty and, is charged. And that's that's what God is, right? Basically, at the end of it, something beyond our comprehension. Well, Lawnmower Man, well, didn't he say something about God? Like, this is God here, I am God here, or something like that. Was that with Jeff Fahey? Yes. Mm, I love that guy. He don't do shit, you know? Only the best. What else has he been in? Uh, oh, we've done this, man. The Thurston Equivalent. <laughs> we've listed out all his movies, including The Thurston Equivalent. It's a revisit. It's a revisit. We're, we're revisiting we're Right Fahey. back there. So what is season two about? We've well, gone through the movie minute by minute, but what are we going to do now? It's about God and... You know, historical, religious-based texts. I see. The the film, The Big Lebowski, being one of them? Being the seminal, seminal one in this case, I'd say. I see. I well, see. do you want to just break the suspense? I'd like you to break the suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to break? I don't even know how to pronounce this word. I just don't want that word. pressure. Because it's like a D sound, and then I always don't know how hard to do the D. Yeah, that's a good point. I used to use a T. We should have looked up how to pronounce this before we started recording. Yeah. We should have looked up how to pronounce the basis of the entire (laughs) second season before we started recording. But Just a nominal amount of research. Like, not even nominal. Minimal. Just... But people really like hearing us research live on air, don't they? True, we could do it now. So here it is. I have a YouTube video up. Okay, and it's we'll pronounce it out loud? It pronounced it out loud. Is that that one where it's the female voice, like so-and-so pronounces? It's a, like a it's, white, like an off-white screen? Yeah, it's Emma saying. Yeah, Emma saying. Kind of like that. But she just pronounced it with a T sound. Okay. Oh, look, they have a Game of Thrones pronunciation guide. How to say Daenerys Targaryen. Is that how you say it? That's, that's how, how I, I say it. That's how I say it. That's how Emma said it, too. Wait, did you say D- 
Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah, Daenerys. Yeah. Daenerys Targaryen. So they just pronounce with a T sound. You know what? Cherry. Well. Cherry. <laughs> I better turn that off. What? I couldn't even hear it. What, um. Here's the th- Game of Thrones, right? You got Tywin Lannister. Mm hmm. His brother Tyvin Lannister. Like the males. Except for that's Jamie. the name of that's the name of his brother Tyvin. I don't think I knew the name of that guy. Yeah, I, they don't. They're not too good about it in the show. But yeah, T Y V I N, T Y V E N, something like that. Then all of a sudden you got the third T Y guy, and it's Tyrion. Why yes. wouldn't it just be Tyrion? Tyvin, Tywin, Tyrion. Why does it have to be Tyrion? That's a good point. Because that's, I read the books and when I was reading them, that's how I thought it was pronounced. All of a sudden the show comes on and it's like, no, no, six minute abs. Yeah, I think um, they just decided that. Just sounded better. Just sounded better. It does sound better. Tyrion. 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 Yeah, I was always always in the Tyrian camp. <laughs> so <sighs> So I have a so we have a book. Yeah. We got a book, man. <laughs> we have a book. Oh, I have a book. It's not our book. Like we didn't write the book. No, oh, come on. We didn't buy its shoes. Right. Not buying it a fucking beer. But there is a book out there called The Tao of the Dude. See, can you tell the listener who this book was written by? This book was written by Oliver Benjamin. A.K.A. The Doodly Lama. The Doodly Lama. Who graced us with his presence on this very show. And pronounced the name of his book. He so. did. So how did he? How did he pronounce it? He, well, this is my concern, dude. It was a mixture of a T and a D. Well, it I guess like that's how it goes, right? The Dow, the Dow of the dude. It's kind of like you put your tongue behind your two front teeth a little bit. The Dow of the dude. The Dow of yeah. the dude. The way of the future. The Dow of the dude. The the Dow of the dude. It's like you try to like season it with the T. Or maybe you're seasoning it with the D. I'm not sure. That's why I wanted you to say it. The Tao of the Dude. Yeah. Are you just going to keep going the Tao of the Dude? Well, I feel like I always was. So, yes, there is a pronunciation issue here, right? Because it doesn't map, like, directly from Chinese to English slash Roman pronunciation, right? Right, we're not gonna go go around pronouncing like or saying like Deutschland. We just say Germany for God's sakes. So maybe we just say Tau. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I guess the actual sound is something between a D and a T. We don't really have a letter for that in the English so, language. You know. Yeah, I I'm I'm looking it seems like there's a lot of blog posts about what this means. What it means? Dao sounds better. Like you say Dao De Ching, right? But that's a whole totally different thing, isn't it? I don't know. Mao Mao Zedong. See you kinda do soften it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm just gonna go with the Tao. I'm going to go with Dow. All right. Well, there you go. We'll have all the bases covered. Right. They can't judge us for that. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. So we have the Tao of the dude. We got the Tao of the dude. Awesome insights of deep dudes from the Lao Tzu to Lebowski. I added an extra the in there for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And I kind of think you should go like... 
you can play with the um, emphasis there. Sure. Lao Tzu to Lebowski, you know? Yes. You now, can... when you say emphasis, you don't mean emphasis. No. Emphasis <laughs> completely is a completely syllable. different way. It's a completely different syllable. It's a completely different way to have a pronunciation. <laughs> Lao Tzu Lebowski. See, you can have like a little uh, pronunciation pun. Maybe not a pun. Play on sounds. According to Amazon, the Amazon about the author, it says, Oliver Benjamin is the founder of the Church of the Latter-day Dude, Dudism, a former journalist and graphic artist. He now devotes his full part-time to spreading the word of Dudism far out and wide. His full part-time. His full part-time. That's fucking perfect. That is perfect. I mean, that's what you want. You don't want a full-time, like a full, full-time. No. Full part-time. Even yes. that's a little aggressive. Like, it might be overly ambitious. Gotta take her easy. So we've gone through the movie minute by minute. But we realized in doing so, like, we left a lot on the table. Ugh, so much meat on the bone. So much is still there. You know, we called it a deep cast, but really, we've barely scratched the surface. Embarrassing. Barely. So this is why we're going to go through every book dealing with the Big Lebowski. One ever page written, at a time. One page at a time. It's just that simple. <laughs> you thought we were getting deep. We were not deep. No, that was the shallow end of the pool. We that just, was the kiddie pool. We dipped our toe in. That's we weren't really... even all the way into the kiddie pool. We just dipped our toe in. That's pretty much true. So we got the first page. We're going to slowly move into the deep end. Slowly. I mean, there's a lot of ins, a lot of outs here. A lot of what have yous. Although I mean, we, I've, we did skip the table of contents, it occurs to me. Damn well, it. it's too late to go back now. Fuck, Fuck it. That would just be spoilers for later. And you know, I'm only really reading this book in real time, page by page. So. I got a little uppity and i read the entire preface which was two and a half pages yeah so you have more of a complete thought there yeah and i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that it's the most i've read in years probably so i'm actually a little tired yeah i'm with you there i think that's why i mean it's hard after reading this one page like the words just aren't there the brain power has been drained pretty much completely well look at all the words like a lot of words how many words do you think are on this page one two like two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen i'd say there's an average of 12 words per line maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one lines. Thirty-three. I got thirty-three. Damn it. <laughs> we'll split the difference. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. I'm 11, just gonna 12, count. I'm just gonna 13, count the words. Fourteen. Fifteen. <laughs> While you keep counting the lines. 16, One, two, three. <laughs> Four, five, six, 18, seven, eight, 19, nine, 10, 20, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. What did you get last time? I got 31. You did? Yeah, I got 31, and you said you got 33. Oh, I got 31 this time. So there, we'll go with 31. Did you get all the words? I got to around 372 words. Okay. Was that how many words there are then, or do you think there's more? I think there's less. Let me get the calculator out. Stand by. Calculator out. Calculator. Calculator. They have to spell that now. Time for calculator. Calculator theme song. Everything's got to have a theme song, you know? Yeah. Every time I enter a room, I play a little ditty. You know what I play? (laughs) 
That's my perfect entering a room theme song. All right, so what did I say? How many words per line? Twelve. Twelve we were going with? Mm-hmm. And then... How many lines? Damn it. One, two, three, four... Thirty-one. Thirty-one? Okay. Yeah. Times thirty-one equals... Um, I'm going to say the calculator says 372. That's what I said. Jesus. Nice work, man. So I guess we had a pretty good methodology there. Now, see, I counted the line that was just under us. That Like, that was the whole line. It's just two words, under us. So I think this, that may be a little... Uh, well, it all balances out in the end. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Because we did take a word off of our estimate for words per line 372 words yeah shit he so it says preface at the top well 373 words then and then right? the preface yeah you're right you not count that but oh, I'm no- noticing oh <laughs> yeah oh. but i'm noticing the word By preface the- is in the font that kind of old westerny oh, font Hey, that's the same font I think that we use for the header on gutterballs.tv. It might be. It's like almost matches what's in the movie, but not quite. Right. But it gives that same kind of idea. Yeah, same kind of feel. But I think that is our uh, gutterballs.tv font. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. Even look at the cover. I know it's more words you got to read, but the the Dow and Dude are in our gutterballs font. I guess is really the Dow the Dude font now because it predates us. But then the of the is that like retro, I won't say googie, but just some, say googie. I'll just say googie, that sort of retro googie style font. So nice work. We'll call back to the opening credits of the big Lebowski. Yep. That's the fonts you got to use when you're doing Lebowski. You have right? to. But what I was going to say is underneath preface, there's more words. It says, by the doodly llama. So 373, 374, 375, 376, 
I didn't mean to interrupt you, please. This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Advancement through technology. No, you know what this Audi. podcast... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your ad. Our Do we still get money for that if I interrupted it? Um, yeah, it's totally fine. They it's like that, actually. Part of the, it seems more, like, sticky. It's part of the whole right. shtick, yeah. Makes it seem real, like we mean it. It's like, uh, it's sponsored content, right? When you, your interruption is sponsored, yes. Yeah. It was actually carefully choreographed. That's what the people at home don't realize. Well, that's why it took us so long to release this next episode of season two, or the first episode. Episode zero zero <laughs> zero one one of S zero zero two is because we've oh, been. You, what did I get it? You switched it around though. You got it. You're you technically well, correct, but yeah. it's so hard to keep up with all these S's and E's and zeros. A lot of strands in the old duder's head. Yeah. But yeah, we've it's a been hell of a thing this. to lay on someone that <laughs> just had to go through 372 <laughs> words plus the word preface. And but you skipped by the doodly llama, so you didn't have to. I just skipped it. I didn't bother reading that. Well, part. I didn't even see it. Like sometimes I don't even see some of the words. Sometimes I don't. I don't even like. I'm not comprehending the words. I'm just looking at them. Like just ticking them off, like with my right. eyes. But it, then I realize I'm like two paragraphs later, and I haven't, I haven't taken a single one of them in. You haven't bothered to comprehend them. No, and I think reading should involve a level of comprehension. I think if you're going to ask, better. you know, professionals, because otherwise you're just carrying the rocks up and down the hill, like I am. Right. Well, Why am just... I carrying the rocks? What kind of rocks? Where do the rocks go? I don't know. I'm just focused on the backbreaking labor. Right. The sweat pouring down your brow. I had to mow the grass yesterday. I hadn't mowed it in two weeks. It was like, I swear it was 22 inches tall. And I have to bag Believable. it. I have to fucking bag it. Because it got so big? I just always have to. Or you just always have to. I always right. have to. And it was like... I swear it was 30 trips over to the grass pile in the corner of the yard of that damn bag of grass. Not the good kind of grass. Right. Not the good shit. Took me almost two hours. No, uh, not St. Augustine grass. Not, you know, northern bent, not Bermuda grass. None of that. Not the golden fescue no. <laughs> oh, naughty. No, not that one. You know, I wish that this podcast was actually sponsored by um Tank <laughs> Tank Battles Norway Drift. <laughs> oh yeah? I do. Um, what is Tank Battles? Is this like some is this like Fast and the Furious? It Tokyo is. Tokyo Drift, but, but this is like the tank version? Yeah, it's a little slower, but equally as furious, I would say, if not more. Because I kind of think, you know, Fast and Furious, they are a family. I don't really think that they're that furious too often. Unless somebody fucks with their family. But in general, they're a loving, yeah. a loving crew, a loving family. So I'd say that Tank Battles Norway Drift is more furious, but slower. You, yeah. you gotta watch it's the, some of this It's the shit, slow man. and the furious. So what is this? They're tank battles. Countries get together and they have, and I swear we talked about this at one point, but they have like tank biathlons. Russia does this a lot, tank bi biathlons, and they, they'll invite like 16, 18 countries to compete. Never a Western country. I'm not sure who they're right. inviting. Turkey? That doesn't seem right. No, Ch not these days. China? Probably not. I think it's just all the countries that used to be the Soviet the, Union, probably. Right. Just all of them. But they always win. Um, but now we've started doing it. 
We just held a tank battle with the United States, Poland, Germany, Italy, and Denmark. And there were six crews. Uh, we sent two platoons of tanks. So each platoon had four tanks, each tank manned by four guys. Okay. Well, presumably guys. I guess it could be could be gals. But uh, we did not place. Fucking Denmark won, Brad. We did not place. We did not we didn't well, even place? No. We, Germany won. I'm sorry. I think Denmark came in second. Somebody else came in third. There's only five different countries, so they didn't want to say we came in last, I guess. They just said we didn't place. And we had two teams. We were the only one with two teams there, two platoons. Wow. So you have to, like, it's like navigating, you know, seeing how fast and, like, you know, weaving through obstacles and shit, like firing and, like, destroying things. I don't know even what they're destroying. We didn't place. Second of all, like, do you really think it's a good idea to, like, get Germany all worked up with these tanks? Haven't we learned our lesson? I mean, still a little too soon, maybe? No, no. I, uh, they, they still can't have an army. How do they have these tanks? I don't know anything about that, man. Well, You're forgetting that I'm an ignoramus. <laughs> I didn't forget that. It's just that they're not allowed to have a standing army, but they can have fucking tanks that win gold medals in tank battles. Seems a well, little dicey. Yes. It took place in Germany. Yeah. So they had the home court advantage. So you think that played a factor? Because, no. <laughs> Fuck it, it didn't. No, we just sucked. They kicked our asses. Why do I care? I want to beat them, though. But here's the other thing. It's like, and here, I'll quote the article, and it's a Washington Post article. So... <laughs> Earlier this year, the Pentagon announced it was quadrupling the 2017 budget for its, quote, European Reassurance Initiative, end quote, and has indicated that the United States will soon rotate additional troops into the region in an effort to deter any future Russian aggression. Again, do we really think it's a good idea to go poking around? What are we doing? We're, 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 well, we're sharpening our skills. We're seeing where we... Like right on the fucking border with <laughs> Russia? Can't we well, all sharpen Well, all the better reason, right? Jesus. That's, that's the whole worry, I guess. I'm sorry, there were six countries, but seven tank platoons. Bunswehr. Bunswehr? Bunswehr. Which is the armed forces of Germany. So they do have they do have armed forces. So they have armed forces, but no standing army? Well, I don't know. Are you sure about this standing army thing? Maybe that was a, a long time ago. Could be a long time ago. Maybe or, that. You, or you might be thinking of Japan. Yeah, I thought it was both. Yeah. I don't know. That whole, you know, world domination thing. I don't know. Once again, it didn't take too long for us to embarrass ourselves. Japan does have an army, navy, and air force. However, Japan's armed forces are constitutionally limited to self-defense. The country's constitution bans it from having a traditional standing army, but its so-called self-defense force is one of the world's most sophisticated armed bodies. So it does say, why is Germany allowed to have an army while Japan isn't? So I guess it was just Japan that was... Whatever. Whatever, man. I wanted to watch videos of tank Tanks. drifting, you know? This so is there, cool so there's tank drifting in here. Yeah, they were doing it in Norway. And, you know, you just get going, 
you know, relatively fast, but it's all icy and snowy. And you, I don't, you turn, you know, you lock one of the treads on the one side and the tank fucking goes sideways and then you drift around. And then I guess you get so good, like, you know, you can fire off when you're doing that and blow shit up while you're drifting. But they weren't firing when they were doing it. But there's another one here. You're just like showing off at that point. Yeah, you're just showing off. You're like, like how would you like to be that the guy in that country, right? Getting invaded and the tanks are just like drifting, showing off. <laughs> it's like being invaded by the Harlem Globetrotters of tanks. <laughs> right, and we're the generals, you know. The Washington generals just getting humiliated. Yeah. It's like they're not even trying. They're kind of being a little whimsical about blowing us to shit. But anyway, I kept going, and uh, we'll definitely put a link to this, but there's a video of one of the tanks going, like, he was going fast, and the fucking tank flips over while he's trying to drift. You imagine the, the awfulness, like a tank going so fast and then going sideways that it flips over? It almost comes all the way back around. It actually flips over onto its top and then flips again so it lands on its side. Like, it almost comes all the way back around. Right, just a little bit more. They just would have been fine. They just would have been back on the Right, and then keep going like, yeah, I meant to do that. It was close. It was a trick tank flip. And then there's another one, Ultimate Tank Fails compilation. Brad, these people, like... The public comes out for it. It's like the equivalent of an air show or something. Right. But the it's like the the people are crowding the edges of the street. They're like feet away, like five feet away from like these tanks, these huge tanks. They're carrying shit. They're like going up onto like tractor trailer carriers and like falling off of it like literally like a tank falling off of a thing like within feet of people and they're all just kind of sitting there it's just a big show but <laughs> they're almost being crushed to death it's all fun and games until a score of people get crushed to death i guess it's all you know part of the danger kind of like when you were screwing your microphone <laughs> exactly <laughs> You know exactly. I need that element of danger. Yeah, just ramps up the the enticement. Yeah, it gets the adrenaline going and just heightens the whole experience. Just makes it sweet, so sweet. Let's see. We counted the words on the first page. Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like that's we've made good progress. That's going to be a regular segment in season two. The word counting segment. Yeah, I mean. We want to keep track of our progress. Somehow. We should get the word counting segment sponsored. Specifically, like now who, we're entering the word counting spends. Who, who do you think would sponsor that? Like Scholastic or Random House or somebody? Yeah, maybe. I was just thinking. Yeah, you know, I wanted. I was thinking going. I don't know. Bigger. Get like I don't know Ferrari, SpaceX, SpaceX. They could use the publicity. They're going to need words on Mars. Yep, and they're going to need counting of said words. Of course they will. Homer's Odyssey is mentioned on the first page of the preface of the Tao of the Dude. Yes, it is. Is that something you've ever read? (sighs) Not really. I mean, I've seen chunks of it. I don't think I've read the Odyssey. I have Maybe I have. Have you? No. No. No, no, no. I feel like going way back into like high school or something, I might have read pieces of it. I may have read pieces it's of really it. really hard for me to conjure it right right now. Well, it's about uh o- Odysseus, if that's even how you pronounce that. Yeah, Odysseus. Odysseus, all right. Odysseus. Which is just the Roman version of that same person is Ulysses. I I read in on Wikipedia. Yes. So same same exact person, just slightly different. 
Well, one is like it's the Greek pronunciation versus the Roman version or something. Right. But referencing the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Exact person. Yeah. Okay. And then, so that guy is the Trojan horse, that whole thing. He did the Trojan horse. Oh, he did? I think so. Okay, well, I like his work then. Yeah, good work's clever, but um, didn't they lose the people in the Trojan horse? Or did Why they end- are you testing my knowledge of the classics and ancient literature and history? Well, because I feel like it's a trick. Because they were so clever, but maybe they still lost. Because you'd think since they did that, that whole thing that they won, but maybe they didn't. I don't know. I really and I saw that Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, I didn't see that. I saw the episode of The Simpsons. Oh yeah, where in essence they use the same kind of ruse. Well, they're usually pretty historically accurate. More yeah, so where than they those. they had like a, a camper, like an RV. <clears throat> And the people hid in it, Homer and his compatriots hid in it. And then it was like given to the guy that they were trying to get behind the gate as like a gift. Then at night they snuck out to do the thing they needed to do. And as they did so, Homer said, no one in history has ever done anything so clever. <laughs> but did did their little ploy pay off? Did it work? Were they successful? Not quite. They did get caught, I think, See? as I recall. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to say they, did, they didn't They did win that one. But is the <laughs> is the, the whole Troy Trojan horse thing, is that in the Odyssey? Is, I don't think so. The Odyssey is about... That was just about, some other thing? The Odyssey is about Odysseus's travel... Back after the Trojan War. Okay. I oh, believe. You're right. No, I'm reading that I'm here. just kind of making this. Okay, good. I'm actually yeah, right. That's you pretty got it. good. Uh, the poem mainly focuses on the Greek hero Odysseus. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. And his journey home after the fall of Troy. Oh, after the fall of Troy. So the horse thing did work then. Okay. Well, they may have won or lost that battle. I don't know. They ultimately won the war. Won the war. And it's in the Iliad, which is the... What's in the Iliad? The, the, the Iliad, thing? I think, is takes place before the Odyssey. Right. That's... And it's about the Trojan War. Okay. So the horse is in the Iliad. Um, why? Why this verbiage... In Wikipedia, though, it says, as far as Odysseus is concerned, a Greek leader during the Trojan War and responsible for the Trojan horse, king of Ithaca, hero of the Iliad, and protagonist of the Odyssey. Is it just because the Odyssey is just him heading back home and thinking about shit, and there's not really anything heroic that happens? I guess. And Iliad's about the war, so there's heroes. Come on, I'm counting on you for this kind I of shit. I don't have an answer to that, really, to be honest. Except, I don't know, is... is um, Is Odysseus mainly... In the Iliad, even? It says he's the hero of the Iliad, but it doesn't say he's the protagonist. He could just show up at the end or something. Yeah, something like that, I'm thinking, because I think the Iliad is mostly about Achilles. (laughs) Oh, Achilles. That's who Brad Pitt was in that movie. He was Achilles. Achilles. And then they were fighting Agamemnon. Right? Yeah, so Odysseus may not have even been in that movie. Yeah, like I'm not sure what uh, I don't know. Again, it just goes back to my like lack of knowing anything. Okay, I'm looking. I, I'm looking it up now on Wikipedia. Odysseus is in there. He is one of the characters in there. He's listed in the list of characters along with Ajax and Achilles and everyone else. There's also. 
Odysseus, king of Ithaca. Ajax? Is that what you said? Ajax the Greater, son of Telamon and king of the Salamis. <laughs> now you're just making <laughs> shit up. Ajax and Salamis? Ajax, he was the king of the Salamis, apparently. I'm not making that up. I mean, maybe it's the Salamis, <laughs> the Salamis, I don't know. And their leader was Mathazar? Never give up. Never surrender. That's who I feel like because I'm getting all my historical knowledge from the historical documents and then I'm proven to be a fool. Right. Ajax the Lesser. Often the partner of Ajax the Greater. (laughs) How would you like to be Ajax the Lesser? Well, I wouldn't like it. I'm Brad and this is Brad the Lesser. Right. Kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. Unless, like, Ajax the Lesser was, you know, a foot taller and stronger and got all the chicks, and it was just to be funny, like when they call people like Little John or something. So I've just found something here that brings it all full circle. Oh, boy. Is it called The Tao of the Dude, where he mentions Homer's Odyssey? No. No. (laughs) Oh, that would have been relevant. Okay, go ahead. Well, you never know. It might be in the bottom, like, in popular culture. (laughs) And then it goes on for 18 pages, like Wikipedia tends to do. All right, lay it on me, man. Much debate has surrounded the nature of the relationship of Achilles and Patroclus. Patroclus? Patrocles, I bet you. It's a U.S. at the end. Mm, Damn it. Patroclus. 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 I'll say say Patroclus. Much debate has surrounded the nature of the relationship of Achilles and Patroclus as to whether it can be described as a homoerotic one or not. Classical and Hellenistic Athenian scholars perceived it as pederastic. Whoa. So a big age difference there? others perceived it as a platonic warrior bond, Hmm. I guess. But there it is. Pederasty is back. All right. That great. Eight-year-olds, dude. Yeah, come on. I mean, he's old enough to fight, right? Come on, Achilles. Was that in the movie? (laughs) Brad Pitt getting it on with eight-year-old Patroclus? I'm going to have to go back and do a little research. Can we wait until next time to get an answer on that? I'll make a note of it. It'll be a revisit. Brad Pitt, eight-year-olds. Okay, let me see. Brad Pitt, Troy, eight-year-olds. Got it. Marked it, dude. But no, he mentions Homer's The Odyssey on the first page of the preface here. Um, It says, and I'm quoting from the Tao of the Dude now, like Homer's Odyssey and God's The Bible... The Coen Brothers' The Big Lebowski is one of those stories which not only entertain and make you laugh and cry, but which provide a framework for living in a world which all too often pulls the rug out from under us. Nice little uh, wordplay there. Nice little wordplay. With the rug and all. So that, that makes me think that Iliad, is it the Iliad or just Iliad? I think it's the Iliad. So like the Superman the Batman, the okay, the the Iliad is more of an action story. It's like uh, I don't know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then the sequel, Temple of Doom, is a more thoughtful, thought provoking, yeah, could be introspective kind of thing. Could be why all the war and the fighting and the killing, you know, on his journey back, right. It's like you thought the he won the war, but at uh, what cost? The journey back. He's questioning everything. Always questioning everything. When? When? Why? When? When are you going to get us a gig? So there you go. Tank drifting, Brad. Watch some of these fucking videos I put here. You won't regret it. So Homer, Homer, speaking of connections, yes, Homer is the one who wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. 
Shit, I didn't even think of that <laughs> when I was recounting their silly little joke. Yeah. So there it is. Wraps are all up right there. That about we can close the book on that one. Fucking a. So he so he traveled from Troy, which is what that's like kind of like modern day Turkey, isn't it? I what's what I was gonna say, I guess. Yeah, I think but so. It's got to be near the coast, right? Yeah, it's on the coast there. It's just across this fucking sea. Like, it's just interesting. Like, going back there, they're like, okay. Like, oh, he's... Like, in essence, like, this was the story of Odysseus traveling, like, across the world. Because, like, back then, that was, like, the entire world. <laughs> right. But really, like, he just went, miles. like, 200 miles. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah. It required an entire epic book. I'm trying to f see where Troy is. Is it? Oh, it's not. Is it in the Sea of Mar Marmara? It's like a little inlet there, because it looks like there's two Troys. Troya is one. Yeah, it's hard to say where Troy, you know, antiquity is compared to now but i think yeah it was on that other side of the sea istanbul not constantinople no, no because way. troy tours is right on and troy is like right on top of istanbul oh really yeah if you zoom out it says istanbul you start zooming in and then it's like troy Oh, I see where you are the sea of marmara now i yeah. don't think no i don't think it's way up there no I think it's over by. I mean, Greece Jesus, fuck! <laughs> what Greece the fuck is, are we doing? Greece is right Just there. Just stop it! <laughs> but it's right there. It wraps all the way around. Look at it. it goes so far. There's a Troy Hotel <laughs> right on the edge of the Aegean <laughs> Sea. There. Well, there's a Troy, Michigan. There's that also would be a, a Troy, Pennsylvania. I will live there for a while. Now, Albania, that borders Greece. I know a guy from Albania. Albania? Yeah. It's just north of Greece, a little uh, northwest. It's on the northwest border of Greece, right across the Adriatic from Italia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bernie. I knew a guy, and his name was Bernard. Bernard Lila. He's from Albania. Okay. It's a beautiful country, he says. Beautiful country. But for my tastes, it might be a little too close to, like, Kosovo and Serbia and Bosnia and Herzegovina. Right. It is weird. Because you think of those countries, and this is just our ignorant American-ness talking. Yeah. But you think of, like, Serbia and Bosnia and Herzegovina and Kosovo and that shit, like foresty and kind of mountainy and cold. That's how I think of them. But, like, they're within 50 miles of Greece, which I think of as, like, this warm, like, turquoise-watered paradise. Right. Well, and they're just right across the sea from Italy. Right, they're right there. Right. Which Italy, of course, wonderful. So, in, the, in the summer, I guess. I guess. Just goes to show you, Brad. This is this has been our ignorance on full display. <laughs> That's mean, the whole point. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. The thing is, like, we can kind of talk about movies. We've made like barely because it's easy to just fucking watch a movie and talk about it. Right. Exactly. It, it takes. It's like, like oh, I love bit. it when he shot that guy in the head. That was cool. You don't have to engage uh, really with it. It just enters into there. It's their... just totally passive. Yeah, that's easy. We can do that. But now we're reading these words. We're reading words. Ugh. We're looking at maps. We're trying to put things in context, like <laughs> where was Troy and. Where exactly? Let's follow the route of the Odyssey. I'm sure there's a map online. Very easy to see that well, here's where he went. Where was he returning to? Athens? I'm going to guess. Since that's the I'm only just, city we can name in no, Greece? No, 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 no. Ithaca. 
Oh, we did mention Ithaca earlier. Because he was the king of Ithaca. Ithaca. It said. Right, okay. So I'm just going to guess Ithaca, but who the fuck really who knows? Who the fuck knows? And where is Ithaca? Ithaca, actually. So I, I'm going to eat my words because it is, it's not just crossing the sea. Ithaca is like all the way, it's like on an island all the way on the other side of Greece. Oh, yeah, it's way over there. You have to go like... More or less, if you were sailing there, you'd have to like go around all of Greece and then back up to get to it. All those islands, and you know those Mediterranean storms can creep up on you. Yeah. Lots of crags and shoals. And it was like, you know, 800 B.C., so... So, yeah, that's kind of... What a, were you, in essence, doing? Like, you know, what were they sailing in? In essence, just like a glorified, like, canoe, raft. you know? Yeah. 30-foot-long canoe. Um... So, yeah, it's closer to 400 miles, I'll bet you. And then taking that circuitous route, it's probably maybe 600 miles. So I'll take it back. That's a pretty big journey to make on an ancient raft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hell like, yeah. What do you have is. to do? Stop every night and camp and like go yeah. fucking hunt so you have something to eat? You got to go find safe harbor. You know, you can't And then can't the next day you go back and row in your canoe another like 10 miles. Well, and you might have to take a smaller canoe to the shore and then take the small canoe back out to the boat every day. I don't think it worked that way. Maybe. Well, you got I think it was just, I think they just had the little boat. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Well, let's, okay, we'll mark it down to look up like, like ancient Greek uh, sailing, ancient Greek nautical technology. And practices. We need to learn about that. Because I think those boats... Find a good textbook about that, and we'll go through it page by page. More fucking reading. In the podcast. I think they were big enough that you wouldn't want to risk, like, running aground and not being able to get your damn boat back out in the water. So you have Maybe. to take a smaller one. I mean, I understand the concept, like, with, like, the pilgrims and shit. I just don't think they had boats like that. I don't think they were that big. Like 2,800 years ago. But big enough. Maybe. Like, there's Jason and the Argonauts, and, like, I can kind of imagine that boat. Like, they're pretty well-known for their sailing prowess. Well, that's true, because they're all on the thing. So I think maybe you're not giving them enough credit. I don't... don't think it was a glorified 20 foot long raft i think i'm gonna say you know maybe a 40 50 footer which you can't just casually you know drag up onto the beach could could have been we'll figure it out the case is open on that one we're gonna have yes, to get people the case is open you know some extra podcasters working on the case it's our spinoff, yeah. our spinoff of uh, ancient Greek, ancient Greek literature, <laughs> ancient Greek nautical technology. Uh, Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. It's called agency. Ancient Greek nautical technology, agency. No, no good. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what you're talking about. Ancient Greek nautical technology, A-G-N-T, agency. Agent. I don't like that. I was trying to make it into a cool sounding word. It's like A-G-E-N or A-G-N hyphen T. Yeah, it's something cool. Agent T. I could get with that, with the hyphen. Yeah, like something out of a Philip K. Dick novel that you take and it makes you hallucinate. Agent T. Agent T. All right, that's our next one, then. There it is. Mark it down. Agent T. I think we've said just about everything that can be said at this point. <laughs> <laughs> about Agent T in particular? Well, just about this first page. Okay. okay. Not really. We didn't say anything. Not really. Uh, but who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um, we'll have plenty of time for revisits. Plenty of time for that. I mean... Th- the first page of the preface basically gets you up to speed on what the Big Lebowski, the movie, is. So Right. Well, it gets about where Ryan wrote this book is, right? Which is, there's a book, there's dudisms, yeah, there's also a religion, 
which people may scoff at the idea of a religion in a movie. And this book is made to make the case for that and kind of elevate that up. Legitimize it a little bit. And I have to say, the Dudley Lama here is a master of uh, Lebowski's, Lebowski's, like in some ways that really twist my head. Yeah, he's good. He really has it there. Many learned men have disputed these ideas. (laughs) See? That's good. There it is. Um, Ancient Greek nautical technology. Ancient Greek nautical technology. Ancient Greek nautical technology voice. (laughs) Oh, shit. You just did something there. I did something. Do a little Pitu speaks. Agent T. Is that the new poop deck? Agent T. Yeah. We'll just say Agent T from now on. (laughs) Fuck it. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it, dude. Market zero. (laughs) 